Welcome back to Crushes. It's me, Dan Ortiz. Honey, welcome back. Um, I've had a great week. Thanks for asking. Let's see. My crush this week has got to be... Do I have a crush this week? It's difficult. It would be insane if I said that I didn't have a crush this week. I don't have a crush this week. This whole premise is bullshit. That's what I think. That's what I think. Crushes are stupid. Having a crush every week is exhausting, emotionally draining. But also, maybe let's say the guy that works behind the counter at Waxman Candle, RIP. I'm going through my um, my candle collection and thinking of that place and how cool it was and how fun it was and how he always gave me extra matches because he knows that I love fire. Um, that's my crush, even though it was a couple weeks ago when they closed. But that's my crush of the week. Yay, I found one. See, don't be so bitter. There's always a crush to be had. <laughs> and of course, I'm crushing on you guys as well. Um, you guys, thank you so much for all the love you've been giving crushes. Tell your friends, tell your family um, to listen to this podcast. If there's a if there's an episode that you really like, you know, why don't you try that one out? I also do have some shows coming up. If you're listening to this episode when it gets released on Monday, June 12th, um, let's see. Oh, I'm going to be at the LinkedIn Lodge on the 13th for a grad show. We're closing out a grad show. Definitely check that out. If you have any interest in taking classes at the Lincoln Lodge, you get to see the fun final show for these people who've been working super hard to to do stand-up. Um, on the 15th, I'm going to be at Laughs in the Loop. That's at Roots Pizza in the South Loop. And this weekend, the 16th and the 17th, I'm going to be at the Lincoln Lodge opening for Aparna Nancherla, um, an absolute star. I'm super excited to do those shows. Um, on the 21st, I'm going to be at the Laugh Factory. Um, on the 22nd, and just like that, Sex and the City Season 2 comes out, so I will not be doing anything. Um, and then on the 24th, I'm going to be at the Laugh Factory again. So lots of fun shows coming up. Yeah, you can find all that information uh, on my Instagram at Deanna Ortiz underscore. That's also where you can play How to Just Tall with this week's guest. This week's guest is this hilarious Spencer Diaz Toodle. Spencer is a uh, <laughs> incredible. Um, I've known her for as long as I've been in Chicago. We crush on auras. We crush on falling in love with people all the time and just being surrounded by amazing energy, which Spencer, which Spencer has in droves. Uh, we also talk about just iconic celebrity crushes like Rihanna and Pete Davidson. You guys can follow Spencer at Spencer Diaz Toodle on Instagram. Keep up to date with all the fun stuff she's doing. I had a great time recording with Spencer. I know you're going to love this episode. So sit back, relax, and remember that everybody has a crush and everybody wants to be crushed on. How was... I, I talked to Oha a little bit about your guys' show at I.O. How did it go? It was so fun. Um... Yeah, we had, it was like a brief run. We just had three shows and it was super duper fun. It was great. I had never worked with Oha or Elena before, mm -hmm. um, but I have worked with Lydia and Adisa and um, it was so great to like meet my, my best friend Prosper uses this expression besties in law. Yes, me too. Um, and, yeah, I love that expression. Yes. And I felt like it was like creative besties in law and like, um, I just really had the time of my life. It was so fun. The show was very like uh, high energy mm -hmm. and high pace. And um, that is like my favorite way to play. It felt really like, you know, like ball out, go big. Yeah. Um, lots of, you know, like I felt like I could pop a blood vessel in my <laughs> eye at some point. Put that on the poster. <laughs> and the next run you guys do, like a, a blood vessel could pop at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it seemed like gonna, um, yeah. no you got it seemed like such an amazing group of people because like I said I know you Adisa Elena I met Oha a couple weeks ago actually and I was like the more that I meet the people that are in this I'm like oh this totally makes sense like this totally is gonna this show was probably insane and also incredible <laughs> thank you yeah it was really fun and I I love Oha um as someone who also has just met her recently, mm -hmm. I'm like obsessed, oh. a big Oha fan. Fab. Fabulous. Okay. Well, cause like we've known each other for as long as I've been in Chicago, which is crazy. Cause I'm only t 16 years old. And to imagine that I've been living here for 10 years is nuts. But, uh, so I know <laughs> it's insane. Growing up, you grew up, um, in Georgia, right? 
Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, I grew up. I grew up in Georgia, in Savannah, Georgia. And yeah, I was just going to say, I have known you for forever. Before I was getting on the podcast, I was talking to John, uh, my husband, and I was like, I love Sienna so much. And I was thinking back to when we were doing that show at the Apollo and like, um, I have just loved you and loved your like voice and sense oh of humor. I met you, you. So it's special to be here. What were you saying? Do I remember? Your first crush in Savannah, Georgia. I do. Um, I actually do. Okay. So I, I like, I'm a Libra and I have an Aries moon. So I fall in love all the time. Lots of crushes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember in pre-kindergarten, <laughs> two crushes. <laughs> so the first one was this girl, Brittany Rivers. Yeah. And I, I didn't really understand that I was having a crush at the time. Cause I was four mm-hmm. or five. Um, but she was like, really just so beautiful to me and she had this hair that was like um like dirty blonde and then she would pull or her mom I guess mm-hmm. would like pull it back to like some up and some down and the part that was in the ponytail would be like really blonde and then her underneath hair was darker <laughs> and I remember walking behind her in line and just being like so fascinated <laughs> thinking she was so beautiful yeah. um and she was mean to me she like my type um I, <laughs> Yeah, right. She, my grandmother, my mom's mom brought us all these like windbreaker suits as a present from Miami. Duh. <laughs> and I thought mine was really cool. It was like hot pink. I was like workout Barbie and I went to school. And then that day, Brittany Rivers told me that she would not play with me and that none of her other little friends would play with me because my pants made noises when they walked or when I walked. Oh, no. Um, I know. And like that really stuck with me like for years and years. Even now when I wear corduroys and you hear that like when your thighs yeah. swish, I still like think about Brittany Rivers um, excluding me. <laughs> yeah. And then the other question I had in pre-K was Jonathan Stone. Mm. Um, and he was just really sweet. And like neither one of us, when we would do nap time or whatever, some kids actually slept, but we didn't. And we would like put our mats close to each other and talk. And like, then we went on a field trip to the park and we had a fake wedding at the park. Oh my God, um, so cute. Yeah, it was really cute. It was really cute. So, and I've looked for both of them on social media and can't find them. So Brittany Rivers, if you hear this, fuck you. Brittany, <laughs> let me tell you, do not silence women. Our pants are loud. <laughs> they make noises because my thighs touch. Because <laughs> my thighs touch. And, and like, yeah, my windbreaker suit was cool, but whatever. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. That's really good. Wow. That's so sweet. A little kindergarten or pre-kindergarten husband that you had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, yes. You guys had little mm-hmm. conversations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also have to like my older sister is like five and a half years older than mm-hmm. me. So she was in high school and like when I was, you know, 10 mm-hmm. and or 11, whatever. And um, her boyfriend at the time was like a surfer and like had all these surfer friends. And I was like, had over heels for this one guy whose name was, I think it was Tucker. <laughs> and he had like blonde hair and he was tall and he surfed. And he was even, he was like maybe a little older than my sister even. I remember one time we were all at the beach, like I was tagging along and then we were all going somewhere and I was going to like ride in, t- in Tucker's car. And obviously like, I was like a, a prepubescent child. Yes. He knew I had a crush on him, but it was like cute. Yeah. But he had his dog with him and he made me sit in the back seat and his dog sat in the front seat. Tucker. Of course, <laughs> a fucking surfer dude named Tucker. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Dog, dog. I can't the remember friend. the dog's name. Man. Yeah. He doesn't have a last mm-hmm. name. It's Tucker. There's men like it's that. Tucker. It's just yeah. Tucker. God. And I wish. I wish I could remember the dog's name. Maybe it was like Rosie or something like that. I can't remember. I mean, yeah. A a crush that is mean to me or like doesn't give me attention. I'm like, you're making it more difficult for yourself because you're making me fall in love with you more. Exactly. It's like that that little anxious avoidant loop, you know? I wish. Yeah, I wish there was another way, but it's the only way I can live. Um, I really Mm -hmm. loved the line, I fall in love all the time. When you said that, you're like, I, and what is that like? Cause it sounds, I connect to it so hard. It sounds emotionally draining to me. It is, <laughs> but, um, what is that like? Is it like, Oh my, like um, if you like are just at it, the farmer's market, you see somebody like you romanticize, like, what does that look yeah. like? Uh, no. Yeah. I fall in love with people like 
at the farmer's market for sure. But like, yeah, I just, or like sometimes a friend of a friend of a friend, like at a party, I just feel so like, I, it's not just about like physical beauty, but like mm-hmm. any sort of beauty, I feel like fixate on mm-hmm. it. And I'm like consumed by my experience of this person's like beautiful energy mm-hmm. and like, um, yeah. And it happens all over the place <laughs> like um, on a walk. <laughs> my, my bestie Potter will like, I will text them and be like, I just fell in love again. Um, or they'll tell me like, you know, they started working at a new restaurant a while back and they were like telling me about someone and they're like, you're going to fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It just, is I'm just and I'm a romantic and I don't like romanticize or imagine like situations with these people mm-hmm. it's more like I just like being in observation of them is so is enough it's it's enough I love that people listening like Spencer just keeps like motioning that like something is washing over her and I feel that <laughs> I feel that of like just an emotion washing over you and then like you leave and it's like well that was it like I totally relate to that. It's a, like the energy of these people that you're just like, yes. Yeah. And then moving along, moving quickly along. I love your friends. Yeah. Like on the train, mm-hmm. you see someone on the train and like, maybe they're reading a book or just have beautiful hands mm-hmm. or like, you know, have their, their groceries with their flowers or whatever, mm-hmm. or their switch, they're playing switch. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have to be like a, a beautiful idyllic thing. <laughs> it can be anything. Or they're reading their phone and I'm wondering what's on the phone. <laughs> Exactly. what's on the phone yeah. is it my instagram you love you it. looking at me you love my instagram oh <laughs> uh, it's so exactly. true that is so good um man i had something that i was gonna say with that but i forgot um falling in love with a beautiful energy wow this is gonna be mm-hmm. <laughs> such a beautiful um, <laughs> because you had some you gave me some crushes in here which i absolutely love um i think where i want to start was maybe let's start with crushing on shows so like we had miss mazel on here midge mazel from the marvelous miss mazel and take a shot every Uh time i say mazel like that'll be a fun little game (laughs) (laughs) um you crush on the whole show so as a performer as a stand-up as you know a creative what parts of it are you crushing on is it directly related to that or is it the character in general because i've only seen one episode of the show and so i wasn't really into it I know go ahead take it away I'm here to learn you have to to watch the show (laughs) you have to watch it so like I am not um really like a big tv person Mm -hmm. like most of the cultural touchstones of the last 15 years like I have not watched Mm -hmm. them um I it's not and there's nothing like that's not like a statement on anything I just am like really ADHD and I'm unmedicated for it and I can't fucking sit still to watch tv but Marvelous Mrs. Maisel really like I I think the dialogue is so beautifully theatrical Mm -hmm. like it reminds me of a play um it's so witty the acting I mean across the show is really really wonderful and in this way that is like um, it's presentational. It feels like it was made in the time in which it is set, mm-hmm. which is really fun. Mm-hmm. And they like, from what I've read about the show, that was like really intentional to do these like long shots using dollies and like having, you know, they have these big like studio sets with all this shit going on. Um, most especially the costuming is just like phenomenal. I mean, so, you know, they're portraying these like, wealthy people living in New York City in the late 50s and early 60s and the tailoring and the colors and like the not just the costume I mean the scenic design as well is so like again the beauty is washing over yeah. me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I love it um and then Rachel Brosnahan plays Midge Maisel who's like the center of the show and she is like really stellar she's so talented I think her portrayal is really excellent and she's hot Mm. and she's like there's like a quirky hotness to her um and her character like she kind of speaks in this like brusque register and it's like um I I love it (laughs) because she's like her 
her costume design and everything is like very dainty feminine the missus Mm -hmm. you know and then um she is like sharp Mm -hmm. I would describe her characterization as really sharp and I really live for that um and she's and you know they talk about all the time on the show she has great I mean yeah that's that's what I remember from the first (laughs) one (laughs) from the first yeah Episode. I was watching with my ex and his parents and then she just takes her moves out and I was like anywho because everyone's like oh you're stand-up you would love this stand-up la 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 oh right I'm like yeah okay so yeah I mean um do you connect at all to like being a fan of the show her portrayal as like a woman comedian I hate myself for saying that a, a woman comedian <laughs> how dare she Ew. a woman in right. comedy I I like I feel like there I connect with I mean yes I guess so I think like I but but most what I really love is that she continues to be her Mm -hmm. like um because of the time in which it's set it's like there is like her feminism, the character's feminism is accidental. Mm-hmm. That's that, that, well, no, this is a fictitious character. I don't, I'm not being disrespectful. It's accidental. Like she is very privileged and so often isn't thinking about like, well, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then when she's ex- experiences sexism, um, which some of it is like benevolent sexism, which she leans into because duh. Um, and when she experiences like getting shit on, you know, like, I don't want to do spoilers or whatever, I guess, but like in the final season, she's working in this writer's room and she's, you know, the only woman and the men are assholes. And like, um, but it, her response, I like the way that her character continues to be herself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I have to have a fabulous dress and a fabulous hat <laughs> in order to be successful at the show. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me in performance, um, I feel really connected to like, this might be heady, but like performance is ritual and like mm-hmm. adornment as ritual mm-hmm. and the way that those two combine and being in the comedy world, especially like much more than like, I have experienced like in the theater world or in the poetry world, I feel like in the comedy world, there's this expectation that we're all supposed to like um, be like Bill Murray and be haphazard and like, and that that is all shade to Bill Murray, Um, (laughs) all shade, like, and just be kind of like grungy, grody, whatever. And, and I, I really love that Midge Maisel is like, you know, that they always say tits up and like put your best foot, you know, like she's, she looks phenomenal and that's part of it to her. Mm -hmm. And that is, I really feel that. And I think some of that too, I don't know if you feel this way too, but some of that is like being a Latina. It's like, I'm always going to have seven sprays of expensive perfume on and big ass earrings and my nails are going to be clicking. And like, that's important. And of course I'm, yeah. Anyway. I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. Of like this person in the show is not only going to bring their talent and all that stuff but also they're going to stay true to who they are which is fun dresses fun hats and that yeah is who we are even outside of that show but I think to reinforce it by seeing the show and you go oh yeah I get that I see that yeah. and I get it because I want to wear big hoops and I want to have gold necklaces yeah on. um big yeah. big exactly. relate huge big relate um I love that <laughs> so mm-hmm. on there you're like okay so I don't really watch that much tv but another one of your crushes on here was Dasha Polanco from Orange is the New Black, which I just finished watching start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you tell yeah. me a little bit about crushing on Dasha? Like what was it from Orange is the New Black where you like started crushing or what does that what does that crush look like for you? Yeah. So I first of all, I've never finished Orange is the New Black. I think mm-hmm. I watched the first like three seasons maybe, mm-hmm. but I, I've never finished it. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I so I did watch that a little bit um, years after it was on. But and I, you know, learned of someone's doing like. I know, I love, I love. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I closed all my windows, no, but no. whatever. Um, okay, so I watched Orange Is the New Black, and I really connected with Dasha Polanco's character. First of all, I mean she's gorgeous, mm-hmm. obviously, um, but she is like a spoiler alert, whatever. You know, she 
is a softie for mm-hmm. this like you know white fucking officer she gets pregnant her mom is also locked up with her and her relationship with her mom is really intense and sad and she's just so sweet and like uh, and I've been pregnant a lot of times and and not wanted to be so I like feel like obviously not to conflate being impregnated while imprisoned because that I have not had that experience and like mm-hmm. I in no way mean to be like I get it <laughs> yes um, girly but again, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right but fictitious character mm-hmm. like that was something where somewhere where I kind of saw myself mm-hmm. and um and then she's just so hot and so I followed her on Instagram and then that's when my crush really exploded because she is a mother mm-hmm. she has a daughter who I think is like now her daughter I can't remember her name but she's like rapping now and she's I think just graduated from um some like SUNY school um anyway she rocks but Dasha every Instagram post that she makes mm-hmm. She does the hashtag self-lovery and hashtag I smell good. And she's been doing that for like seven years, like as long as I've followed her. And I fucking love that shit. Like she's hashtag I smell good, like in all of her pictures. And I feel like committing to like this three dimensionality through your Instagram of like, and imagine how I smell is just, it's like next level icon behavior. That's so funny. It's so really good. Uh, I was buying cookies at 7-Eleven last night and the guy told me that I smelled good and I said oh thank you and then he asked for a cookie and I was like hang on a second <laughs> which one is it do I smell good or do you just want a cookie <laughs> That's great. oh man because I mean Dasha's I mean what's what's her name on the show fuck I just watched it I can't remember Dianara. but did you give him a cookie I, d- I, I asked him if he wanted it and he said no I was like do, you can have an Oreo if you want an Oreo and he was like no no I'm good and I was like I'm I mean here we are I was like, at first I said like wait till the credit card goes through and then you can have a cookie wait till my card gets approved <laughs> um yeah but nobody wanted one of my Oreos good more for me and then I ate, ate six and now I'm sick this morning um oh. <laughs> Daya Dianara is the her name on the show yeah her character arc took such a big turn spoiler alert after the third season it's really great she turns into like a total baddie but I also super loved I mean the relationship between her and the um the the guard is meant it's like romantic in the most fucked up way and in the most like twisted way that you're kind of watching and you're going like wait no wait the power dynamics no but at the same time you're like oh but but he leaves gum for her in a it really mm-hmm. is fucked up um in a great they did a great job with it but i'm related so hard to daya because her she doesn't speak spanish her mom is so like latina and mm-hmm. um cli- not clichely but like what people imagine uh you know a woman from the bronx i, I don't know what yeah. they what ethnicity they were but so that type of person to then see her I think they call her a coconut in the first episode and I was like I'd never heard that term before but I so much related to her not only just like trying to connect with I mean my mom is fine but (laughs) my mom is good and Mm -hmm. she but she didn't teach me Spanish and that is where I'm trying to connect with her on there but um Dasha Polanco you follow her on Instagram yeah I recently started following the um the guy that plays the the guard that left Wait, really? yeah Matthew something or other and oh mm-hmm. and then I also started following porn stash because he is so hot to me in normal I think he's evil in the show but he's so fucking yeah. hot um another one of these crushes on here that you had was Pete Davidson who we've never no one's ever explicitly just crushed on Pete um I think there is so much to talk about with Pete Davidson so why don't we start with like what how you view Pete Davidson and how you view him through like the world being like, Oh, he's like the punchline or he's like the goofy guy. Or, right. Like, what is his BDE? Whatever. Take it away. Right. So I've had a crush on him. I'm like, <laughs> before everybody had okay. a crush on him. Okay. <laughs> before it was cool. I've had a crush on him for, <laughs> yeah. But before it was cool. Exactly. Yeah. Um, not to be that bitch, but I mean it. I, so I, find first of all I really love his accent and just his voice the way he talks um I I think it's very sexy um 
he's really tall and which I also like. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, you know, I love a goofy guy. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm fucking, I do comedy and I married somebody in comedy. Mm -hmm. Like I love someone goofy and silly. I also like, I think, you know, at this shit, my headphones being weird. At this point, it's like, it's mimetic, literally, you know, to like have a crush on Pete Davidson yeah. or like that he's a sad boy because his dad died mm -hmm. in 9-11 or whatever. Um, and so it is not, it's like to say the reasons I have a crush on him feels kind of like silly. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I just really was bewitched by him when I first ever learned who he was. Like probably, I guess when he got on SNL, yeah. I didn't like follow him as a stand-up prior to that. Um, he, and like, and you can, yeah. So now with, through, the world and it's like Ariana Grande saying you know he has the big dick mm -hmm. oh my god also the song Pete Davidson <laughs> that Ariana Grande wrote have you ever listened yes, to it yes it's like really it's a brief little song mm -hmm. and I think that album came out like right at, this is so cheesy corny but that album came out like right when John and I started dating oh. and that song was like exactly how I was feeling like this like obsessive love mm -hmm. that's like really like infatuation but also with obviously like we're you know it's been years now yeah. with the like potential for like a deepening of a foundation mm -hmm. and like somebody who kind of is it, that makes you feel like when you know you know mm -hmm. um which which hilarious because ariana and peter yeah. together but um <laughs> but i listened to that song <laughs> i listened to that song like on repeat mm -hmm. i like i'll get it again and again and again um i love um that movie that he made the Island. yes yeah. I watched it I I was like kind of ready for it to make me not like him yeah. it only made me love him more yeah. um yeah he just really does it for me and yeah now he's like become this butt butt of the joke punchline like mimetic mm -hmm. crush but also like and you know and then he was with Kim Kardashian which I have theories about like, not that I, I mean, I think we're actually really fucking, mm -hmm. but I also imagine that probably there was some sort of like, um, we need you to have a hot, young, like mm -hmm. love interest for this series of the show, Kim. Yeah. So like, you can choose like this person who's a basketball player mm -hmm. or this person who's Pete Davidson or this person, whatever. Um, wow. What a fun and, conversation and not, that would be like, pick your next boyfriend. <laughs> right. And no, I John, my husband and he is also such a romantic and he said he's like no I think they just met at SNL and then because they both they're both sex icons already mm -hmm. and they've both been famous since they were young I mean mm -hmm. like he is younger than her still but they both got famous around the same age mm -hmm. and they both lost their fathers um he thinks it was just it was actually real love um which John. again they're no longer together um sweet sweetheart <laughs> John <laughs> Really? Um, yeah. Also, also, he probably loves to imagine that because I'm sure that like he's imagining himself as Pete Davidson. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's like, no, Kim Kardashian could fall in love with Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. I mean, it yeah. is kind of feels that way because he just has every he. I I, I kind of take a little bit of column A and column B from both of the yours and John's perspective of like he is just I he's he must be so charming he's got to be the most charming because he is cute like I I absolutely see that I see it you know a lot of people are like oh what is this deal I think he is hot but I also think that he is mega charming and mega like you are my focus you are the only person yeah. I see right now and for Kim coming out of a relationship with Kanye West to get that type of zeroed in focus she's like fuck yeah let's go Right. And so this is like, then we come to this, it's kind of this conversation about like daddy issues for me too, mm -hmm. because, and also who I am, like there's in my family, like a lot of us are like have addiction shit and that really parlays in my experience into love shit where it's like becoming obsessed with people and addicted to people. Mm -hmm. And like, um, I really, I feel like I can sense that from Pete as well, that like there is this like, I, I love when people fixate on me, you know, like I do, I'm fucked up, but like, I love it. Um, <laughs> and I can just imagine being at some like ridiculous restaurant with him in New York city and like him being like, you know, thinking like having that swag. That's like, yeah, 
we're gonna order the five hundred dollar caviar, and it, and it is gonna be good. But I'm also gonna like be. I'm not gonna use good manners yes. or like you know, because yes. fuck it. Yeah. Um, but not in a way that's rude. Yeah. But in a way that's kind of down to earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a little grungy boy. <laughs> we want a little rough around the edges guy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hearing myself say this shit out loud. Like, it's nothing but it's horrible. no no no. It's because that's it. It's a crush. It's just a crush. You know, because we all are like. Right. So I, I literally just recorded an episode the other day that we were like a different type of crush. Like I can crush on like the emo guy with the the painted nails and the eyeliner and stuff. But, but I'm also like if to change my whole life to become an emo girlfriend. I don't know if I have the time. I don't know if I have the, the Sephora rewards points to go in on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just a silly, you know, to, it's so vulnerable and it's so like seventh grade sleepover to have a crush in general. There's mm-hmm. an irreverence. That's what I think. That's I right. appreciate yes. Pete Davidson's irreverence for like, mm-hmm. and it's cool to be, you know, he got famous so young and he was on SNL. He's like yeah. one of the youngest people, whatever. Yeah. And he's kind of like, fuck these institutions. Yeah. Um, and yeah also if you watch interviews of him talking about any woman that he's with at any point it is that like he's always obsessed with them he's always mm-hmm. like you know cannot and it is in a way that often it's kind of like a little it seems it's a little fetishizing or objectifying or both um, and I wish he I would up- I wish he would objectify <laughs> me I wish <laughs> if you're listening We'll go into another just like world renowned crush that you have on this list. It's so funny. You wrote duh next to it, which is Rihanna. Duh. Everybody in the world. Everybody in the world. Has Everybody a crush in on the Rihanna. world. And I saw a post oh, yeah. recently that was like, Rihanna talks about being so good at sex and being such a sex symbol. Do you think she actually has it like that? And I was like, shut the fuck up. Get off of my Facebook page. What are you talking about? Like, there's no other person in the world that I can think of that is just like the epitome of sexiness Rihanna even at the, the Super Bowl epitome. okay yes no you're so right epitome of sexiness and it's some of it is astrological she is a Pisces sun mm. she has an Aries moon and an Aries rising <laughs> which is like this incredible combination mm-hmm. <laughs> just we're like as a Pisces sun like the depth and like the artistry and like the vibes and she smokes so much weed she's so cool but then like her Aries moon obviously there's passion and heat there um not to say that Pisces aren't passionate but like um this like performance of passion Mm -hmm. and then the Aries rising obviously is like that's the piece that I think is how we are all perceiving her sexuality um and her fieriness and like I think I'm also so like I think that she is a genius Mm -hmm. and the way that like she and her team, of course, but like she has built her brand and like, and I mean, fuck capitalism. (laughs) Um, And it's really cool to see her do exactly what she wants to do. Oh my God. And And another crush that I didn't even put on the list. I didn't even put it on the list, but ASAP Rocky has been a long time crush of mine because he's so beautiful. Um, Amazing. So beautiful. And yeah, amazing smile and if you've never watched the um Lana Del Rey's music video national anthem you should because it's phenomenal and in the music video is kind of telling the tale of like her and him and it's like a nod to like JFK and Jackie O and mm-hmm. so they're like in the White House and like you know he's smoking cigars and they're up, like at a picnic with all these beautiful children and like on yachts and he just I mean he is effortlessly so like fashionable mm-hmm. and beautiful and so anyway and now that's who Rihanna's partnered with which is like I mean explodes my mind mm-hmm. um but yeah she's just so cool I feel like she reads to me also as like approachable and um you know and like people in Barbados like I mean I I won't speak for them but it seems mm-hmm. like people in Barbados really love her and ride mm-hmm. for her and yeah. like she's done a lot of work with the UN and it doesn't always look like she you know some people do shit and it looks very just performative like I have to have this foundation to like mm-hmm. you know wash my money or whatever mm-hmm. but it seems like Rihanna actually does kind of give a fuck I also think yeah. she's hilarious like mm-hmm. the way she really just makes fun of her fans like really going in on yeah. how she's not giving us an album oh, yeah. um I 
like her cheekiness yeah. and sauciness in that way. Um, and I mean, she's just so hot. And we've watched yeah. her like grow into a woman, yeah. you know, when she yeah. first came on the scene, she was like a child. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to watch her. Like, I feel like to me, it's like this beautiful and affirming expression of like the like ripening of women. and like you don't have to have been your hottest self when you were 21 like mm-hmm. she's in her 30s now and she just keeps getting finer yeah. and hotter and like the limit does not exist I love that that's a really great um not analogy but like comparison it does kind of seem to me like your crushes just from like Pete Davidson and then Rihanna of like the approachability of them. Like they seem very, not only like mega successful, which is obviously a passion and drive is something to crush on, but also they're, they do read as grounded, even if that is a beautiful stunt on their PR team. But I do think that these two celebrities in general have some type of like, yeah, I know I'm Rihanna, but also I am, laid back chill you know I still have I see the world for what it is because and same Mm -hmm. with Pete Davidson I love that really really good Mm -hmm. and ASAP Rocky so fucking hot anyway so hot (laughs) so hot um we let's actually we'll do maybe like one more and then move to well actually two more because I do want to talk about the Scream franchise um you have Tobias Harris on here as a basketball crush do you watch basketball because I I told you this before we started recording but whenever I would do like a hey like who's like, who should I play for hot or just tall or whatever you would give me some basketball recommendations and I would absolutely love that because I have no idea but so I was thrilled to see uh, a basketball crush on here and tell me a little bit like do you watch how do you support like any or all that stuff um, <laughs> um <laughs> thank you for seeing me um yeah so I you know well my husband and then also like my most recent partner before that my ex um we're both like big basketball fans Mm -hmm. and I didn't really grow up watching basketball we didn't really watch a lot of sports at all my mom likes uh baseball stuff Mm -hmm. but like um but I didn't watch that because that's boring to me (laughs) and my yeah and my dad was never like a huge like let's sit down and watch football person Mm -hmm. um and also we didn't live with him um Mm -hmm. but so anyway, didn't watch a lot of sports growing up, but now I've watched a lot of basketball and I enjoy watching basketball because it's like much for me easier to follow. It's pretty simplistic, you know, totally. like ball goes to this end. Does it go in the hoop? No. Yes. Ball goes to this end. Does it go in the hoop? He elbowed him in the face. That's a foul. Got it. <laughs> like I can do that. Can and they're, all of the players are super hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so I, I do watch basketball now. Um, I'm a 76ers fan um I okay circling back to Rihanna Joel Embiid he just was named MVP for this season Mm -hmm. he plays for the Sixers um and when he was younger and like fresher on the scene he tweeted at Rihanna Mm -hmm. and then someone like I don't know if it was via Twitter or if it was like in like a press thing but someone was like did you see Joel Embiid whatever whatever Mm -hmm. and then she was like he can hit me back when he's an all-star and then when he was an all-star I think he said some saucy thing about like Mm -hmm. not remembering who she was or something like that um and I find that to be very charming but funny like they kind of like you know play um but so Joel Embiid we love him but yeah so I watch basketball like not religiously and Mm -hmm. not in a way that like deeply hurts me if they lose I also enjoy like attending basketball games because the season is like you know in the winter um it's fun to go to a sporting event that's inside the fashion is incredible like the side court Mm -hmm. court side (laughs) the court side fashion is lit yeah side court side court Um, fashion um which I yeah and oh and like basketball like you know, you go to like football games and it's like marching bands or like whatever. Um, basketball, like the whole experience is just way more lit. It's like, crazy. If you go to a Bulls game, yes. it's crazy. The Lovables, their, their dance team is called the Lovables. Yes. And it's like, and they, they also have like um, a team, I can't remember what their name is, forgive me, but they have like a dance team of folks, of like women that are, I'm not sure what, how they define the age group, but it's like, 
um, older than the levels and yeah. they come out there and shake their asses and that's amazing yes it's so um, insane anytime they take like a yes. 10 minute break anytime or a 10 second break anytime there's any any basketball player that's not on the court there is somebody coming out a juggler like it is madness people that's on good. unicycles running around and yes. then like the dancers the older dancers it is insane they go hard at the united center it's i so love true. it and so tobias harris mm-hmm. i particularly crush on um okay so first of all you know a lot of basketball players like on their instagrams you know they post like there's like pictures of them as they're walking into the stadium like on game days and they're always in phenomenal fashion well sometimes the fashion sucks i think that james harden has really a really bad stylist i don't know what's going on he sometimes he had a thing on during the playoffs where he looked literally like cookie monster it was awful um but whatever um that's all shade to james no actually james harden rocks so no shade just (laughs) that's just how i feel um but my Harris dresses really well and he also like in all of those photos or in most of them when he's walking into the stadium or to practice or whatever he's often carrying a book and the book Mm -hmm. is often like some sort of like black feminist literature and I love that like I think that is so such an important um statement to be making that like that's Mm -hmm. part of his image Mm -hmm. is that you know he's like representing um these great thinkers and 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 ostensibly reading them too Mm -hmm. duh um so I love that already like you know I love a I love a play with books and then he also I think he's married now and he like gasses up his wife and I just I think it's so, and and it feels really like it it doesn't, different than Pete Davidson, where it feels Mm -hmm. like she's so hot and Mm -hmm. she's so amazing and like kind of limerent. It feels more grounded and real. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's a grown ass man. I don't know how old he is, but he's like a grown man. I also think that he's a very talented basketball player and he kind of like bounced around from teams for a while and Mm -hmm. then like landed with the Sixers and I think was kind of, um, Again, my, you know, my knowledge is limited, but from what I was seeing, I feel like he was a little less appreciated for what he was bringing to the team than he ought to have been. And that has changed in the past, like, you know, year or so, but at first it was like, anyway, so I just, I love love him. Toby. We love a man that, that gasses up his wife. I am, I'm looking at some pictures right now for his fashion, but yeah, I think it's so cool like you said like I mean obviously we hope that he's reading these books but also even just the power that it is to have a sports player carrying these books that someone can see and then go oh wait what is this even just to go from step a to step b of looking up this book to then hopefully step c which is somebody buying it and reading it off of the influence of a basketball player is huge and is probably happening um which is great. I can't wait till I learn to read. Um, but very, very hot, very good dresser. I love, I love the fashion at basketball games, which is a sentence I never thought I would say. But it's so true. Anytime I get a basketball player in a crushes list, like I always will look and like do like the when they show up to the, you know, to the game and their fashion. Um, it's so interesting to me that that has completely taken off. Um, one more crush that I want to talk about before we get to Hot or Just Tall is you had the Scream franchise on here. So I, I, some just like basic questions and just like pop off wherever you, whatever one you liked is like, what do you like about these horror movies? Cause I very famously don't like horror movies. Like, and the celebs in them are so iconic to me, especially like in the beginning ones that they're so Scream movie to me that like are you into the newer ones or do you like when the the celebrities from the old ones come back to the new ones like what are your thoughts on on that type of crush um okay so I didn't know that um you don't love horror movies that's I'm glad to have learned the famous information um (laughs) I love (laughs) I love the Scream franchise I I don't know if you've ever watched it at all I think in like no, passing maybe. I have like definitely not the newer ones. I think that it's I really appreciate that it's like cheeky. So who mm-hmm. makes them? Wes Craven, is that his name maybe? Um it's all cheeky and like very self-referential or like meta or however mm-hmm. you want to put it about being about the teenage scary movies. And it's like 
um, to be, and I'm spoilers are going to abound. So if you've mm-hmm. never watched Scream One, you know, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> like that, this character is her character in the movie. Like it, so it's a ridiculous. Like it's it's campy, mm-hmm. but it also is like these serious themes of like you know her mother is murdered when she when and then you like you think her boyfriend is a bad guy but then her boyfriend's not the bad guy but then in the end he is because mm-hmm. of course it's him mm-hmm. and it's like to be like in an adolescent era when the screens were first coming out and and still I mean even now like, in my 30s it's like the person who's most likely to murder me is mm-hmm. my spouse mm-hmm. and to see that like like that is the fear of mm-hmm. being like a woman living in this time and in this country you yeah. know or, I mean there are so many other things to be afraid of also yeah. and like um you know and of, of course but it and also all of it swirls back to like cis heteronormative capitalist patriarchy uh white supremacy and and like I to have this to me like kind of this big thought that is so basic, but then it's like that chewed up and digestible, poppy, campy mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. But then they're telling you at the same time, like kind of doing this meta thing where they're like, and and we're doing this, like mm-hmm. is very fun. And then the second, like the second movie, she's at college and like um uh they're phenomenal, like they're the stream franchises are all or franchise is known in part well for many reasons but like there's always like kind of a phenomenal kill at the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. and in the second movie it's like you know I think the first movie got a lot of criticism for being so white and honestly probably not as much criticism as it should have received because of the time when it came out but so in the second movie they start um with like Jada Pinkett Mm -hmm. I don't know if she was Pinkett Smith at the time she may have Mm -hmm. been Pinkett only um but you know she's like this huge star Mm -hmm. and and with the first movie but anyway, Jada Pinkett, huge star, and then she gets killed immediately, and she's murdered, like, on the stage of the movie theater where they're showing the movie that's called Stabbed, that's based on oh, the Woodsboro murders. Okay. Yes, and it's, like, it's really, and then in the third movie, you're, like, on the set of where they're making the sequel, and so Sydney, the main girl, is, like, being chased by the killer in the set of her own bedroom but it's like oh. you know it, it's it goes to these levels that are like it's really I just think like genius it's and and so titillating and like um I also have like an irrational fear of okay this is the other thing it's like this this phantom this who is yeah. it who is yeah. Ghostface? and then it's like even sometimes when the reveals happen and it's not as cut and dry as like it was the boyfriend or whatever, yeah. like in, in the other movies, mm-hmm. it still is always like, no, the call is coming from inside the house. And mm-hmm. like, I have this kind of irrational fear of like home invasion. Um, and I feel like those movies kind of remind me that like, <laughs> and this is so morbid, but it's like, yeah. um, I, I don't really have to be afraid of the things that I don't know. Like the scariest mm-hmm. shit is actually what, you know, the ocean that we're swimming in all the time, mm-hmm. you know, like living in our fucking police state. It's like the people that are sold to you as your protectors are actually the most violent people. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure if Scream is saying that, but I think it is. <laughs> but I'm going to say that it is. Mm-hmm. I totally hear where you're coming from of like the person who you tr- think you trust the most. The pr- it's always it's the person, you know, closest to you, your boyfriend, your ex, your Y, your Z, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. That is the person that is Scream. Um, interesting. I didn't realize it was so, um, meta in that way of like, and now we're on the movie set and now we're doing this. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, to answer your other question about the later one. So yeah. like, I actually haven't seen this newest one, Scream okay. 6. I haven't okay. seen it yet, mm-hmm. but I will. But I love Scream 5. Um, and I love Jenna Ortega and she's in it. And that's, like, she's like another crush too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... But yeah, I, I really loved it and I will see Scream 6. I'm sad that um, Nev Campbell is not in it. I think mm-hmm. it's really ridiculous. That I, however that went down, I guess, I assume they just didn't, wouldn't pay her as much as she's, you know, worth yeah. for literally having built the franchise on her back. Yeah. Um, but I will still see it. Interesting. Sorry, Nev. Great. No, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
Perfect. Okay, so now let's take a little switch. We are going to play the game, the game that's taking over the nation. We're going to play Hot or Just Tall. Everybody playing along at home, you can play at Crush's Podcast on Instagram or at Deanna Ortiz underscore on Instagram. And Spencer, you know how to play, but maybe somebody listening does not. Um, I'm going to show Spencer some celebrities, and she's going to tell me if they're hot or just tall. Just tall doesn't mean actually tall. It could just mean they're, you know, good at sports or just... Um, holding a book <laughs> which is big for me or you know just oh. have a british accent any or everything that could cloud the way of hotness so our theme this week is going to be the american music awards from 2021 so i think you can do either one of these different ways you can do the outfit or you can do the celebrity which it's and it's it's however you take it so first on the list is cardi b uh cardi b the Hot. American Music Awards. Hot look. Yeah. Yeah. Cardi and, and knows how just, to do it. She's so hot. I mean, she's like, yeah, she's simply hot. She's beautiful and she is hilarious. Mm -hmm. I mean, so funny. Um, and I love all of these looks. They're, some of them look ridiculous. This one in the white where she's like giving us like Virgin Mary and holding yeah. her award. Yeah. I love it. I do love um, when they show up with like a hundred different things. Like she first, it looks like she shows up all in black with a gold mask mm -hmm. and like uh, a veil. And then the second one, it looks like she's, yeah, Virgin Mary, white, pearls everywhere, very angelic. And then there's like a third look that is also a black dress, but is different. Yes, yes, yes. The third look that is just mm -hmm. cutouts, very red carpet. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cardi knows. Cardi knows what she's doing. Next mm -hmm. one, how do you feel? Bad Bunny. Let's do this one. Hot. I don't, <laughs> um, I, I love to see Bad Bunny in this puffer because it's like, you know, mm -hmm. the puffer came back so heavily mm -hmm. in 2022. Love to see it on him a yeah. little early. Um, I it's think so that funny too because like it seems like a Puerto Rican got off the, a plane in New York and they handed him the biggest jacket they could find. <laughs> and they're like, quick, hold this, Literally. wear this. <laughs> You'll freeze without <laughs> it, please. So um, I think, okay, so Bad Bunny, also one of these people that just feels kind of like effortless and grounded and like, mm -hmm. and, and not even, maybe not even effortless or grounded, but has an irreverence for the machine of celebrity and yeah. the Hollywoodity of it all. And yeah. I, I find that to be very refreshing. And it's so like, how old is he it's so like gen z right yeah. like to just kind of be like you know and i really love that um 29 oh my gosh 29 so yeah. i guess not gen z or yeah. yeah not gen z millennial but borderline yeah. Yeah. um and uh, yeah just refreshing the epitome of cool mm -hmm. um i don't love the look that he was wearing on stage that we saw a minute ago where he looks like a traffic cone or something but, um, <laughs> yeah yeah, but that is his performance look. and that's his art, you know, yeah. like art is different. All right, we can separate the art from the artist. <laughs> in hot or just tall? Yes. <laughs> this, I think he is hot. This look with his hair and like three different pigtails is a just tall look, but I think he's hot all the time. So I feel like I will forgive yeah. Benito for this look and say all that right. he is hot. Um, <laughs> Liza Koshy, the American Music Awards. I... Yeah, the fucked up thing is that I don't want to be a fan of Liza because I feel like I want to have, I'm jealous of her. Um, but I just cannot help but always love her. I watch her videos all the time. I think she's beautiful. Um, this look I think is very fun and kind of like, hey, I can't believe that I'm here. You know, every time that I see her on the red carpet is kind of just like a, wow, I'm here. I'm, I'm from YouTube, but now I'm here. I, yeah, I don't know who that is. Mm. But, yeah, she's um, YouTuber. Mm -hmm. a youtuber and she hosted the cool. show oh okay cool respect the hustle yeah. i think this structural dress is cool um it's i appreciate that they it's black because mm -hmm. i feel like it's so cupcakey mm -hmm. um but with the color it looks more like it's it it's definitely more chic it's giving mm -hmm. me some sort of weird like tim burton vibes yes um she's cute and she looks she's looks like short and I you know we love yeah. we love a little shorty a shorty um <laughs> what about Anthony Ramos oh okay Anthony Ramos is hot he also kind of looks like a baby but he is hot um and and very talented yeah. and kind of okay the other thing though is like 
I don't know. <laughs> so when like Hamilton was first Hamiltoning and was uh-huh. exploding, Anthony Ramos was dating the actress who played uh-huh. um, Peggy slash Maria, Mariah mm-hmm. Perkins or whatever, the mistress. Mm-hmm. Um, and their relationship on Instagram was so obnoxious that it kind of goes away from hot for me, mm-hmm. to be honest. They got married. They had a kid. No way. Yeah. And then what? he okay. cheated. <gasps> On her, and they are now divorced. Oh my god! Okay, well they're definitely not hot. This one is so honestly, tall, and honestly, you do look like a yeah. fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, not even tall at this yeah. point. He's just nothing. Mm-hmm. This, I, this look, I don't know why it looks like this look is just tall for me. All things aside, it looks. Yeah. He looks soft to the touch. Like, is it velvet? Is it, it yeah. an all velvet suit? I have questions about it. I don't know what material it yeah. is. It also kind of looks like cheetah printy, but it's right. Gray. And I think it's double double breasted pockets, which is yeah. like it doesn't. It's it looks kind of like old fashioned yeah. in a way that I'm not loving. Not the and and then all things considered, it's just a t- yeah, just tall look. What about Diplo at Diploma? <laughs> <laughs> Diplo at the American Music Awards. Talk about cheetah print. Look at his shoes. This kind of mm-hmm. feels like a... Oh, wait, no. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I, I was going to say this one and then the next one we're going to play with both kind of feel like a Pete Davidson type of crush. Diplo um, is just tall to me because I could pass him on the street and not really know who he was. Um, mm-hmm. I also don't think that this color suit is doing anything with his also very peachy skin just tall yeah i i agree i'm unimpressed Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. he looks like a villain in like arlie's angels full throttle he does it's the turtleneck i'm gonna say yeah an ombre glasses black turtleneck uh, thanks thanks for coming dip thanks for coming yeah um machine gun kelly is next on here he brought his daughter Mm. very sweet Mm. A, a, a Pete Davidson-esque crush. I think you either love him or you do not, or or, or not, you know? So, yeah, I he's not for me, just mm-hmm. tall. Mm-hmm. I've watched, like, you know, of course, when he was with Megan Fox, which I think now they've broken up because oh, of whatever. Yeah. Oh, they, I have no idea. The internet, I think they no did. one, yeah, oh, fab. Yeah, I guess no one knows. Um, but I saw him in some interviews, and for me, it's like, his energy is is too slow to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need like um he talks real slow and mm-hmm. yeah, not for me. Not just tall. Yeah, and I think that him and Diplo both have the opposite of that irreverence for fame that we've been talking about this whole episode. I think they mm-hmm. are very much like I am superstar. I am celebrity mm-hmm. tea, celebrity taunt. Um yeah, and yeah. especially in this look, he looks very sharp. He has a lot of uh jagged you know, the spike necklace, a bunch of beading on his shirt. And this is also the kind of person that I'm just like, I'd have to change my whole life <laughs> to be <Yeah. laughs> to be in a relationship with Machine Gun yeah. Kelly. Just tall. Thanks for coming. Um, Becky G. Becky G was at the American Music Awards. Oh, my gosh. Becky G. Are you a fan? Do you know? Um, I am a fan, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You tell me what you know. Becky G um, is a Hispanic singer. Um, let's see. Let's see. I, I'm. We can cut this too. Wait. Right. No. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Carol G. Carol Who's G. The right, Latina right, right, right. that was just on SNL with Ana de Armas. There was a da, 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 Hispanic viewers. No, Carol G. That's Carol G. Yeah. Carol G. Was she at the AMAs in 2021? <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I hope I pray. Great. Let's do her instead of Becky. Okay. Cool. Okay, the, cool of cool. the G family. <laughs> right. Um, Carol G. Hot. I love this. How do you feel about? I mean, she's giving Chloe Kardashian right now. She looks like Chloe to me right now. I don't know. Uh, the mermaid hair. I mean, this is also 2021, so the mermaid hair was the look. Yeah, and the white satin, I think, mm-hmm. is just, it's, like, it's simple. It's, like, kind of giving us a little Marilyn, mm-hmm. like, 
reference. Um, again, and it's like she looks like a rock star, you know, mm-hmm. which like that I love. Mm-hmm. I an effortless again, like very cool. She won a lot of awards that <laughs> night Good for her. <laughs> I think. Um, it, no, you finish. It's like it takes a lot for someone to be not hot to me because I'm such like a horny bitch. But <laughs> this is definitely hot. I think she's hot. This look is just tall. Um, it it it's giving me bride on the beach when I want to be like m- music music babe. Mm. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that she's hot in other ways. I just think this one for me is it just tall. But that's that's sometimes how the cookies crumble. Um, we have a couple yeah, more there. before we wrap up. New oh, new kids on the block. AMA. Oh my god. Twenty twenty. Were you a fan of theirs at all? I feel like no, that's I'm, maybe. I'm a, just, yeah, I'm like a little too young, I feel like. Same. Yeah. Did you have a boy band, a preferred boy band growing up? My sister, my older sister was a Backstreet Boys girl. And mm-hmm. so I was Backstreet Boys and no NSYNC. Um, yeah. But I really didn't have, that was not rooted in any of my own personal analysis it was solely my dedication to my sister's taste (laughs) yeah just because my sister said and I I mean I I recognize one and it's the one that is Mark Wahlberg's brother I would not recognize any of these guys um yeah from new and 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 it's it's giving just tall to me I don't think that they look like a band Mm -mm. or a group Mm -mm. um they I don't know why they're there. <laughs> yes, there's no synchronicity to this this image. Someone's in someone's in pleather pants. Someone's in a full suit. They look like a lawyer. Someone else is in a fine. Yeah. You know, these two look fine. And then the Wahlberg and then is the best? in a yeah, some type of big belt and shiny jacket. They all yeah. If you're a boy band coming to an award show, there needs to be some through line in terms of fashion. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to give us Destiny's Child like it's all cut from the same fabric, but like yeah. at least look like you're going to the same event. <laughs> yeah, this vest. I don't know what like these the the striped sleeves are not, which is upsetting uh-huh. because I think that he's the hottest one <laughs> because I did quickly rank them, but I do think that he's the hottest <laughs> one. And and I just you know same like you were saying before with James Harden of just like. We need to talk to some stylists. I need to get on the horn mm-hmm. with a stylist. Mm-hmm. And I just have some questions. Last one on here. Yeah. Winnie Harlow. Winnie Harlow is uh, hot. She is hot. Yeah. sexy. But this look, how do we feel? I think this look is hot. I, I really think that the shoulder cutouts are very mm-hmm. sick. I love how her hair is styled with like this very big like... Um, Grecian. It feels yeah. kind of like it's a little '90s, like the big curly thing with the yeah. the curly sides going down the face. Um, Very '90s. Yeah. And then this kind of like Art Deco, like chainmail situation. Yeah. Um, you know, legs for days. I'm she curious how she powerful. sits, how she's how she gets comfortable after. Like you walk and you're walking in this, and it's great, and there's a lot of things going on, but then you go into an event and you have to sit and you have to she's not a musician she's not getting awarded for anything she's right. not gonna she's never gonna have a chance to stand up <laughs> right <laughs> Winnie I'm concerned do you have those beaded imprints on the back of your legs when you stand up right did you like sit on a stool where you put like the back part of the skirt not under you Ooh, you know good. yes 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 maybe well maybe. It looks like she was on stage at some point did she she's like present a, she mu- yeah she must have been a presenter she presented yeah uncomfortable mm-hmm. but she's a model so she's like discomfort is like comes with the territory i agree yeah this look is also i don't know what rihanna image it's giving but it does kind of remind me of like something that rihanna would wear mm. very like mm-hmm. grecian like you said like draping everywhere jewels dripping off of me uh mm-hmm. fab um just because her last name is harlow i do have to ask how do you feel about jack harlow we don't have to play him on the game. Oh, I don't you know he what? Was he wasn't even there. Not for me. Yeah. Um, not for me, but I do like in that one song when he says something about I'm gonna send you back to your boyfriend with my handprint on Ashley. I like that part. Oh. That's hot to me. But that's... not hot. 
that line is hot. He's just tall. You know, I very, like you said, yeah. like crushing all the time. I watched a six minute video of Jack Harlow and I fell in absolute love with him in six minutes. I was like, Mrs. Deanna Harlow, <laughs> like all of that. And then 10 minutes later, I was like, that's done. Anyway, moving on, moving on. It was just insane how like hot and ice cold it was how insanely hot and ice That's cold it funny. Was. I could I could look at two more pictures of him and then fall right back into it but it's just insane um Spencer I don't know um oh no you go you go you, you go. know fully you know Chloe McKayla, right who yeah Chloe Michaela like you know Chloe Michaela she's a hilarious stand-up um she is in love with Jack Harlow mm-hmm. and has really tried to convince me of you know the merit to her in lovery but mm-hmm. it's not for me it's for Chloe. Mm-hmm. It's for Chloe and also sometimes me it's for 10 Chloe. minutes. <laughs> for yeah, me on and off. For 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Spencer, thank you so much for doing the podcast. I could truly talk to you for hours. Um, I had an absolute blast. Can you tell everybody what you're doing, where they can find you, where, you know, all the stuff that you are doing? Um, absolutely. Thank you so much. I had a really beautiful time mm-hmm. as well. Um, this summer, I have some shows coming up. There's going to be a show on Fridays at the Annoyance in the big theater. Um, the, the show is yet to be named, but it's going to be really phenomenal. There's like um, Edgar Navarez is head writing it and he's so talented. And um, let's see who else is in it. Sarah Dalanico is going to be in it. She's a superstar. Donald is directing it. I'm really excited about that. Awesome. We're in process for right now. And yeah. that's going to be um, Fridays from late July into August. And then in September, I.O., Manic Unhinged is returning, but this time we'll be under the title Anxious Avoidant. Fabulous. <laughs> um, so really, I'm really excited about that. Um, you can feed me on my Instagram at Spencer GS Toodle, and I'll post about my shows and the food that I eat and my man. Um, Fabulous. And that's I love it. Yeah, you guys can find all the info for that in the link in this description. Um, Spencer, you already know this, but I love you and I do have a crush on you. It's tr- I, I've had a crush on you forever. Oh my goodness. I have a crush on you too. Yeah. Fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. I have a crush on you too. Bye.